Welcome back to That's the T. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, it's a little weird again. We're recording, what, the morning now? We're like morning of Wednesday. Week. The Not morning the of Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. But we're recording on this usual day, you know, t- different, different time. We just want to change it up. Literally, like, what, 10, like, 12 hours, 12-hour yeah. difference. But we are here yeah. to recap. Week it's like 11. the East Coast game for us, or like the London game. <laughs> I know we, I know, right? We're actually, yeah, we're we're pretty much recording during the London game. Yeah. Yes. Week eleven. Another weird week. I don't. I don't really know where I kind of stand about this week. If you were to describe it in one word, what would you say? Unexpected, or just just wrong. Everything wrong. <laughs> like I think wrong. Thursday started off fine. And we'll get into that because that's the first game. I think everyone expected Thursday to be like Thursday. And then on Sunday, that's when uh, things started like falling apart. And then RJ, you know, started winning probably a little bit in the game pick section. Because I don't know <laughs> where he got these game picks and who told him to pick these teams. I'm telling you, the rally is coming. And it started It started this week. So we'll start with Thursday night, though, which I feel like we both kind of agreed on this pick. With the Patriots winning 25 to nothing, I think we both wanted the Patriots to win. Mm-hmm. But also, I thought we would think that the Falcons would do a bit more. Yes, they started three different QBs in this game. They still scored a donut, as you would say. A donut, uh, yes. Three different QBs. They, I mean, they were without Corderell Patterson, so whatever that means. But their whole offense wasn't there. Like, did you see Tajay Sharp and Russell Gage? They ran into each other. <laughs> they took each other out play. of the play. Yeah. Like, I don't think that offense was there at all. Did all three quarterbacks throw an interception? Yes, because literally they threw, like, I don't know how many, five in the last two minutes of the game? Yes. Yes. Kyle Van Noy out here looking like an MVP. Looking like it was, an MVP. It was crazy. Yeah. A question right now is, uh, I guess, the Patriots' backfield – with Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, personally, I think, I don't know. I don't think you could trust either running back in the Patriots' backfield moving forward, even though that this team is a really good running team. I don't think, it's kind of like that 1A, 1B thing, except they're both not, I'm not they're not good, but they're not like amazing like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I feel you. So kind of stay away from that. And the Falcons, don't, don't start anyone on the Falcons. After, after what we saw. Quarterell, I feel when he come, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he comes back, you might have a shot. Yes. Moving on, though, this is a game that I feel like you were surprised about. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting the score, but I thought the Colts would win. The Colts win 41-15 to the Bills. Jonathan Taylor is just a – he's, he's unreal. My question to you, how did mm-hmm. you know? Because you didn't I expect know? the score, but you expected the result. Like, what, what mm-hmm. tipped you off? For me, I think it's the fact that they were, what, close against Baltimore. They were a good team. They're like they a are. sneaky good team. They just couldn't finish out games. And so Jonathan Taylor's Bills. been running pretty good. Okay. Okay. And the Bills are good. They lost to Jacksonville. Remember remember my logic? Yes. Remember? Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe that logic worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan yeah. Taylor's just really good. I think he's the running back one moving forward. I think CMC is really close just because Jonathan Taylor is kind of not touchdown dependent, but like you take away his touchdowns it's not as many points yeah you take take away his touchdown that's like 35 points right because <laughs> the man scored five 
the only thing I just feel bad that I was not high on Jonathan Taylor before the season started, kind of faded him away in fantasy drafts. And then, yeah, guess what happens? Exactly. If you have any Bills players, are you starting them or no? They play New Orleans on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. I don't know. I, I, I feel like you have to start Josh Allen. I don't, I don't think you can sit him. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, like the Cole Beasley, the Zach Moss, all the, I, I don't think you could trust. Stephon Diggs against Marshawn Ladmore. I mean, they have to throw to somebody. So you start. St- you start. I Stephon. mean, you kind of have to. I mean, would you sit Stephon Diggs? Because I, no, I don't think wouldn't. I have the guts to do it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so no. You no, kind of. No. You kind of just got to go with it and pray. Exactly. Start your studs, but I feel like temper expectations for like those players coming to Thursday night. Another game that was. <laughs> ah, man, I don't know how I feel about this game. It was so Ravens, close, but like so far away, dude. So close, but so far. Ravens 16, Bears 13. The Ravens game was so weird because, you know, Marquise Brown is out. And then I'm like, man, Rashad Bateman's day. Then mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. No Lamar Jackson on the Ravens is a scary sight, but hopefully he will be back and that's going to elevate this team and actually move the ball a bit more. Tyler Huntley showed up, though. He, he kind of held it down. Do you know who else showed up? Watkins? Sammy? Andy Dalton. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Andy Dalton, too. The starter for the Bears on Thanksgiving Day. Man, he looked okay. And I think you, if you have I think he, all, he looked okay since the start of the season. I think people are just too excited to start the field, including us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for you because... <laughs> You know, Matt Nagy's on is on like the really, really hot seat. Yeah. If Andy Dalton loses this game, is Matt Nagy gonna be fired? No. I I think they're all rumors. I don't think Matt Nagy is even on the hot seat. I feel people have been saying he's on the hot seat for the past few seasons, but he's still here. I think they True. like him. Thank you. It's the media you know, that doesn't like him. It's like the whole Derek Carr situation. The media doesn't like Derek Carr, mm. but the team does. So he's not going anywhere. See, this is, this is what I don't understand. You know, like, they, they highlight, like, Matt Nagy, right? And then out of nowhere, Jason Garrett oh, gets yeah. fired. Like, <laughs> like, where's the media on that? Well, it's because, you see, the media probably liked Jason Garrett. So they didn't want to talk about him. I see, I see. There was no storyline for him. No storyline. That makes sense. But I think, honestly, with Andy Dalton playing against the Lions, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, David Montgomery, could be in lineups this week. Don't say that. They could. Don't say that because you know who the team they're playing is, you know? Don't say oh, that. I see. I see. I see. They'll, they'll put up a fight. You yeah. know, funny that you bring it up because the Browns and the Lions game was what I expected, except I, I wish the scores were switched. Browns 13, uh, Lions 10. Yes. Yes. It was a rainy game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like good weather conditions or anything, but they managed to hang in there with Tim Boyle. Like, I don't even know who that is. Right? And- <laughs> You know, I'm just happy TJ Hawkinson did something this game. Yes. But I think my main point is that I can almost taste the Lions' victory. It's coming very close. Yes. You know, people are talking about how, like, the Lions are, like, exceptionally terrible on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) Yes. But it's like they play the Bears, who are obviously a mess as well. Mm -hmm. Like, they're setting it up for a win on Thanksgiving, their first win. I think so. But did you hear the news that golf is a like he apparently doesn't get along with Anthony Anthony Lynn? Why not? I don't know. He refused to comment and golf kind of hit it. He was like, no, we're fine. 
And then uh, I'm like, maybe you guys need to eat breakfast together or something. They need to eat breakfast together. He has to definitely yeah. take out the knees too. The Browns, though. You starting a new one? The Browns? No, because I think Baker needs to be rebaked or whatever it is. He needs to he needs to fix it because he's hurting the fantasy value of everyone on that team, including himself. Yes. But I think for himself, it doesn't really matter because it wasn't like anyone was starting him anyway. He was trash anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's mainly Jarvis Landry, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like, come on, these guys. I feel like with the better quarterback, those guys could be like a wide receiver two. With a better quarterback. Yeah, just a slightly better quarterback. We're not asking for much either. Mm-hmm. Put in Ryan Tannehill, and I think you can get wide receiver two numbers. And on a bad day, you'll get flex numbers. It's just the problem is yeah. Baker, man. It is. And I forgot if they extended him or not. I feel really bad if they did, because I would not. But they cut the wrong I, guy. They should have cut Baker instead. Keep OBJ and Jarvis Landry together. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you mm-hmm. there. All right, moving on. Oh, the upset that no one expected, but me. Uh, you did, though. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say you expected it. The Texans take care of business against the Titans 22-13. to 13. I don't want to say I'm surprised because I thought it was going to happen, but my goodness, the Titans just did not know what to do. Same question. How? How do you expect this one? <laughs> Division rival and Tyrod Taylor is actually not that bad. Yes, but then what tipped you off with the Titans? Like they did, they did okay without Derrick Henry. And is, is this like the collapse of Tannehill that you're expecting or what? what? I think no yeah. Julio, no Derrick Henry. And then AJ Brown was like in and out of the game. Got it. Okay. Okay. Can you believe they cut Adrian Peterson? Yeah, I can't believe it. They trust Deonta Foreman? Deonta. 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 Yes. <laughs> I'm very surprised. You know, there. you know what's funny when you bring up his name? <laughs> I remember. Do you remember about like two or three seasons ago when I kept him on my fantasy team? Like yes. I, I picked him up. And then he was on like the pup list or something, and he was just mm-hmm. stuck there. And then finally, you know, he actually does something now, like three years later in 2021. Yeah, it's it's a little weird what's going on with the Titans. Philip Lindsay was was waived from the Texans. I wonder if the Titans are a good landing spot for him. Mm. I don't know. Deonta Foreman was on the Texans before. You never know. That too, yes. I mean, you never, really, never know here. Um, t- Texans to start, start Brandon Cooks. That's pretty much the only advice that we have over here. Another game, surprising, fun game. I don't know if you're able to watch it. I only got like the highlights of it. The Vikings and the Packers literally were going back and forth within like the last minute of this yes. game. Vikings take it though, 34 31 on a last second field goal. Justin Jefferson pops off for eight receptions, 169 yards, and two touchdowns. But do you know about Adam Thielen? I do not. The, the only thing I got from here was I think Justin Jefferson's better than Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson's better than Adam Thielen. Did you know yes. that both of them are top 12 wide receivers right now? I did not know that. Adam Thielen just sneaks into the top 12 every year. I think it's because people don't expect it is because he's not consistent with it. There are weeks where he just doesn't show up because, like, he just doesn't get the ball or he doesn't catch the ball. And then there are mm-hmm. weeks where, you know, he outshines everyone else. Yeah, he's, like, he's literally, like, Kirk Cousins' only target that game. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, he has such a good floor. Like, he's, like, a top 20 wide receiver. But, like, 
everyone drafts him as like a like they go running back, running back, and then wide receiver one is Adam Thielen, and it just gives mm. me heart palpitations. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does. Well, I, I think from now on, the fantasy landscape will change now because of Justin Jefferson. I think after 100%. this year, it solidifies things even more. Like the people who thought it was like a rookie fluke season or whatever, or didn't buy in on it, I think they'll buy in on it now. So I think you could get Adam Thielen for even cheaper, maybe. I agree. I agree with you. You know what yeah. really frustrates me, though? But this production's only coming after you know the Vikings sat down and they're like, hmm, we're losing a couple games. Justin Jefferson's mad. I think we should give him the ball more. Like it took them like seven weeks to realize that's the that's the winning formula. But I don't know. The whatever was going on with the Vikings, they they're doing pretty good. I just read that the Packers lost and it was like pack no go because of eight penalties for 92 yards. A missed field goal from like 32 yards out and mm-hmm. miss interceptions. Like they, they could have had interceptions, but they just dropped it. Yeah. It's ah oh, the Packers, man. Like I want to root for them, but they, they kind of play themselves out of games. But AJ Dillon, if you have him, he's so, good. Yeah. All pro tip though, don't don't make anything out of MVS's uh 20 point performance. I don't think you should pick him up. Hundred percent. I like that comment yes. a lot. MVS is not anything. Don't worry. Leave yeah. them. Leave them on waivers. Gotta tie it back to fantasy for you guys. Yes. All right. Moving on. The Dolphins take care of business against the Jets, twenty-four seventeen. Miles Gaskins continues to get the job done against bad defenses, but I think the story is Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. Guess who has Elijah Moore? You do. I also have. I, I was writing this story since the uh-huh. beginning. You too. I also have Elijah Moore in another league. Yes, correct. Nice. Do you know that he is the wide receiver one since week eight? Wait, wait, wait. Like, so from weeks eight through 11, if you just take those numbers, he is the wide receiver one. In all of fantasy. In all of fantasy. You know what the common denominator is, I think, since week eight? Zach Wilson wasn't playing. So my question for you is Zach Wilson was named the starter this week because Mike huh? White and Joe Flacco are on the COVID list. They Who tested positive. How did they get it? We don't know, but you know how Zach Wilson was not practicing? Well, he's yeah. the only one that's clear to play now. Uh, okay. I, I Well, that I didn't know. That's new news to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not too sure then what to do because I think Zach Wilson's done. I don't think Zach Wilson has anything against Elijah Moore. I just mm-hmm. think he's not He's just ready. Not good. <laughs> he just, yeah, he's not good. See, I was trying to be nice and say he's not ready. RJ just lay, laid it out. He's just not good. And like the problem with me trusting Elijah Moore is because, you know, we saw it with Mike White. And I'm like, yay, I'm happy that he sucked. They switched yeah. quarterbacks to Joe Flacco. I'm not as confident anymore. Sit him. He does well. Now it's Zach Wilson's turn. What do you do? Do you now? start him or do yeah. you sit him? I don't know. I, I just think that this. This game, the Dolphins and the Jets, it was a game between future fantasy stars. It's like how I like to put it because you have Tua. Mm. Jalen Waddle did good. Michael Carter did good. Elijah Moore did good. But now Michael Carter is sidelined, you know, with his singular ankle injury. Oh, I see. Yes. His yeah, one so, high ankle sprain. Yes. One. Not ankles. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. I, I just feel like I don't know if you, we can make much out of it because I don't know if anyone has the guts to start Elijah Moore. I mean, you mm-hmm. can if you have to, but I feel like players in this game, it's kind of like a keep an eye out for them next year type of deal. Sounds good. I like that analysis a lot. Moving on, I'm going to rip over 
rip open a couple of these, actually. The Eagles win 40-29 to against the Saints. Jalen Hurts is just way too good. And Miles Sanders, he fumbled twice. And I don't know. I just don't think you could trust Miles Sanders moving forward. I don't think you can trust him. But what's interesting is that Miles Sanders got 94 yards. Jordan Howard got 63. And Boston Scott got 15. So it's like, mm-hmm. who do you even trust and start because i feel like everyone's getting the ball and in addition to this it's kind of similar to the the ravens like i said jalen hurts is a poor man's lamar jackson because jalen hurts i think got like 60 something yards as well on the ground oh I, I like that comparison a lot actually i feel like yeah this backfield is is really shaping up to be like baltimore's yeah where they kind of just rotate guys i mean could it could it could sim- it could be like the niners backfield too True. Where you're kind of rotating players, but then what makes it worse for people who own these running backs is the fact that the quarterback also runs. Yes, mobile quarterback. So, I mean, like, the real running back one is actually the quarterback, but who knows there. And the Saints, I don't know what to say. Um, I think Taysom Hill is... I I don't know why he found an extension. (laughs) Contract is so weird. Yeah. It's based on the position he plays. It makes no sense. And I feel like he took it because it's kind of like, I don't think any other team would sign him. Because what do you do with a player like that? That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they value him so so much. I don't know, because he obviously can't play quarterback. Because Trevor Simeon's starting over him, and Trevor Simeon's obviously not the guy. I mean, the Broncos figured that out a while ago. It took him a while, but they did. <laughs> yeah, they figured it out. And the Saints are like, no, this guy, like. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no Kamara, no Ingram. It. This offense just worries me. No, my, no, Michael Thomas. I just have a lot of injuries, and I want to stay away from it now. Unless Kamara, even comes with back. Kamara, oh, if Kamara oh, comes oh. back. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, because they have a uh, two of their offensive or their O linemen are out too. Exactly. So that's why I'm a little iffy. But yeah, Washington takes the win against the Panthers, 27-21. Terry McLaurin finally shows up. I think he's a wide receiver one, a low end wide receiver one moving yes. forward. CMC is amazing. Cam is great. And DJ Moore is actually back, which makes me kind of happy. And to be honest, Cam Newton, top 12 quarterback moving forward, in my opinion. I think so. I think Cam can't do it all. So you can't expect a win, but he played very good compared to Sam Donald. Very, very good. Yeah. Like a huge improvement. Uh, Moving on to another guy, I think Antonio Gibson, he's severely underperforming his ADP. Can someone like, can you tweet at him since you've run the Twitter account? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. He's a TD or bus guy because of where he's drafted. Like, and like the bus, I feel like people are going to like hear this and they're going to be like, well, he still scores you nine points. So it's not really a bus, but it's like, I didn't draft him to score me nine points. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel if Tyreek Hill got you nine points every week? Exactly. 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 And I think the problem is that, you know, like, <laughs> This is why I don't understand about Washington. He's a converted wide receiver. Okay. I don't get how he had more passing game usage last year <laughs> than he did this year. Like, how did it go? How did that go away? <laughs> I think it's like, because they're like, it. I think you're ready to finally take on the running back role. Period. <laughs> period. Yeah, period. You know, like running backs run. It's part of your name. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, because they also have J.D. McKinnon. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, we need to talk about Debo in, in, in the next game. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Well, yeah. we will talk about, but going back to Antonio Gibson, that's kind of like why he sucks. Like he's a good running back, but you drafted him to be a receiving back too. And he's just not providing that right now. And it's frustrating to say the least. But 
a team that's kind of figured out how to use a running back wide receiver hybrid like Cordero Patterson's the 49ers. You're taking words out of my mouth, <laughs> Oh, am I really? Take it away. Because I, I was going to say, I think you guys have Debo Samuel, who continues to be great, and it's a very great pickup by players who drafted him and spent a pick on him. I feel he's a great running back and wide receiver. He should get the wide receiver slash running back thing next to his name in Yahoo Fantasy because mm-hmm. he does both, and he's a better version of Cordero Patterson. And it's kind of like what the Falcons want Cordero Patterson to be. But Debo Samuel is getting it done. It's what Cordero Patterson was supposed to be 10 years ago when he was drafted in the first Exactly. Round. Exactly. It's like, what does Debo not do? Exactly. You know? And I feel like real life-wise, I think I can sum up this game in one, in one sentence. Uh, the Niners started with the ball, I'm pretty sure, because you watched the game. And they gave the ball back to Jacksonville with about two minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah. So they milked that clock very well. <laughs> Just... The 49ers just win oh, games so weird. Yeah. You know what's crazy, God. though? What? They literally milked a whole quarter, but they still dropped 30 points in three quarters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because sense. after holding on to the ball for 13 minutes in the first quarter, they came out with three points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this team. Um, Jacksonville, really easy. Start James Robinson. That's it. Yeah. Dan Arnold, I don't even know. He had zero. Yeah. He had, what, one target? Just, just James Robinson. James Robinson, yeah. The Bengals. We don't talk about this. Got it. The team that will not be named lost 13 to 32 against the Bengals. One team showed up, and the other posse did not show up. Uh, I wouldn't start anyone besides Darren Waller on the opposing team. The offense is as good as Moot. It cannot do anything. Uh, by starting Darren Waller, you're just looking for, like, like, sorry, I almost said the name. The opposing team to force feed the guy because they have no other options and have no clue what else to do on this offense. So you're just, you're, you're hoping for like eight targets a game, seven targets a game, and you're hoping Darren Waller can just catch a couple of them. Let's find the end zone. Hopefully, right? Yeah. I think nothing changes fantasy-wise for the Bengals, though. I think they're back after losing two and going on a bye. Just don't underestimate 100%. them. Yeah. I think T. Higgins will have a better day, though. Right, what Tyler Boyd surprisingly showed up. I think it's because y'all just don't have a slot corner. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll leave it as that because I, I kind of believe it. The Chiefs and the Cowboys. Weird game. This uh, was like the game of the week. Everyone was hyping it up. Yeah. Not that high. They, they scored what a combined what 28? Combined 28, 19. And nine. Yes, the Chiefs are up on top. I don't know what to take away from this game simply because the Chiefs still look bad. Like they had a really good game and a really bad game again. I, I feel like the, the really bad game you're talking about, I think people, I'm no, sorry, the really good game they had, it was against the opposing team. So I don't think we can make much out of it, to be completely mm-hmm. honest here. You know, th- that opposing team makes a lot of teams look good. But this game, though, I don't think they look that bad, the Chiefs. Like, I feel like their offense is trending towards the correct direction again. They're not 100% there yet, but CEH is back, and he's the number one back. I literally forget about easing him back into the lineup. I think he's fine. And Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes got off to a quick start. So I think they're they're on the right path. Yeah, it was funny because um, people on Twitter were like, so I was like, oh, yeah, CEH is going to take the starting job. And they were like, oh, Daryl Williams played himself into the starting job. Uh, and I'm like, okay. 
Okay. And what happened? Yeah. Not saying much about it, but yeah, CEH is clearly the the running back you want to have on the Chiefs' backfield, and Daryl Williams is his value dissipated. The only thing, though, is a little concerning, and I think that's why they're still on the path to getting back to where they were. Is that the Cowboys? You know, they didn't like their offense was kind of like not there. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs couldn't score more. I mean, I, I do I do understand the defense was still there, but it's kind of like the offense couldn't move the ball. Meaning exactly. that the Chiefs probably had a lot of opportunities and they didn't they scored 19 points. Things left on the table, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think better days to come for the Cowboys. I don't know if I would start any wide receiver on the Cowboys if CD Lamb can't play. Because Amari yeah. Cooper can't already play. Michael Gallup, people are like, oh, start Michael Gallup. No. That's me shaking my head now. I think he's gonna get the Casey Hayward coverage. He's been pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying one good thing about the opposing team. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to say anything else. The Cardinals take care of business against the Seahawks, 23-13. to 13. Ryan, uh, I don't know. Well, what do you not know? I just don't get how you have Russell Wilson... DK Metcalf, you know, Tyler Lockett. Yes. No Chris Carson. And what does Pete Carroll want to do? Run the ball. Establish the run. <laughs> because, you know, without the run, you can't go anywhere. You can't set up the play action without the run. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, like there's like a metric where it's like, yeah, Russell Wilson is like the worst quarterback in when it's an expected pass play. And I'm like, you know, that makes a lot of sense when you're passing on third and 10. Like, obviously, they're going to know when they're just going to play back. Exactly. Exactly. Russell Wilson is back, but I don't think he's doing Yeah. I don't know. Russell Wilson's just, yeah. is it a him problem or is it a Pete Carroll problem? I just don't know. It doesn't matter, but I think the main thing is that it doesn't even feel like he's back, to be honest. Mm. It feels like we're still getting that backup QB. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, yeah. And I think the other thing I realize is it looks like as if Colt McCoy can only beat NFC West teams. It's probably because he only got tape for that. Ah, uh, yes, yes. They have the most tape on, on uh, NFC West teams. That's why. Exactly. So, but they have their buy. I think Kyler Murray should be back by then. I have a question for you. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, what, what about him? Is he a wide receiver one still? Or do you think this team spreads the ball too much? You know, they always run it first in goal with James Conner. Like, is DeAndre Hopkins like downgrade him to a wide receiver 1.5 for now? 1.5. Okay. For now. Because you bring up good points. They do spread the ball a lot. James Conner's been getting the ball a lot too. I mean, they still have Chase Edmonds. I mean, they have weapons outside of DeAndre Hopkins and Murray runs as well. True. True. So it's not like the Texans where, you know, the offense moves through DeAndre. Right. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I think 1.5 is a really good place to put him out after. The- For now. I mean, he yes, could right. he could get downgraded to wide receiver two even, I feel. Mm, yeah, that'd be scary. But yeah, if you drafted like DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Gibson, you did not get the value you wanted. But if you drafted Austin Eckler. Ah, you got the value you deserve. Great game. Chargers win 41-37 to the Steelers. Another really good back and forth game. It's funny because people were yelling to to flex this game out. And it turned Mm -hmm. out to be a really good game. You know what I I thought about? It's possible to have Eckler and Jonathan Taylor on the same team. It is. And the people who actually did that, I think they win their league. 
Do you know what's funny? What? People on Twitter had Austin Eckler and Justin, uh, Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor, and they lost their games that week, this week. But who else did they start, though? I don't remember, but yeah, they somehow lost. Oh. Yeah, I think it's because no, they no, played no. against I, I someone did. that had Justin Jeff or um, Aaron Rodgers and Justin Jefferson. Ah, uh, I see. No, no, I, I blame that on human error. They probably just didn't draft well outside of Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. <laughs> Horrible. Oh. But yeah, yeah, the Chargers and Steelers, I think it's a thrilling game. I think I mentioned this to you. I left to go shower when the Steelers were down, like at least two scores, and I came back and it was like tied up at 34-34. Made no sense yeah. to me. Big Ben showed up. Pat Firemuth, good tight end. Yeah, Pat Firemuth. I'm yeah, going against him this week. He is what I think people wanted Kyle Pitts to be. Like, but that's not to say Kyle Pitts can't get there, right? I think the problem is that everyone's just covering, everyone just double covers Kyle's, Kyle Pitts. So my, my question is kind of like, so is no one scared of Pat? Is that why he's doing this good? Because, I mean, would you really double team Pat? You don't, so you don't double team Pat, but I think he's really good at winning the one-on-one. Got like, it. You know, okay. He's really good at the goal line fade. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Last game of the week. That's not good at the goal line fade. It's the Giants. I think they're good overall, dude. Well, they fired their offensive coordinator thinking that was the problem, but it's fine. They lost, what, 30 to 10 against the Buccaneers. Um, the Buccaneers are a good team. The Bucs are a really, really good team. Even without AB. Even without AB, and that's the scary part. Um, the Giants. I think you can still hang on to Saquon because his schedule is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. Yeah, I literally said. You have Freddie Kitchens now. Fantasy wise, I think the only you can, the only safe option is Saquon. Everyone else too risky. Definitely too risky. But yeah, and with that being said, Mike Evans, touchdown machine. Did you see his stat on Monday Night Football? I didn't see his stat. He has like he has like seventy one touchdowns, and uh-huh. fifty one of them are in the red zone. Ah, so he's literally just a touchdown machine. Yeah, it's I, pretty crazy. So. With that stat, are we right all along now? We have evidence to back us up by saying it's not worth drafting Mike Evans because he's like touchdown or bust basically every week. He is, right? But the problem is with Tom Brady, he will always get the touchdowns. It's like Tyler Lockett getting 30 points every freaking game. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, I think Mike Evans is a consistent wide receiver 1.5. I like that because it's like, I, I know we never draft Mike Evans is because we just never had faith in him to you catch know, the ball more um, than like three times or four times a game. His best comparison in terms of fantasy value is Adam Thielen. You never want him as your wide receiver one. You would want exactly. him as your wide receiver two, but you yes. ne- he never falls to you in that range. Yeah. So someone has to take the bullet and take him as a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. And just hope and pray you get that. But yeah, you know what we did have to hope and pray for, Ryan? We would. Our charity fantasy league, we won 129 ah, to 112. Yes. And I made a mistake. We actually started Marquise Brown. I forgot to take him out of our lineup, but we still won. Okay. Our bad decision was that we started Marquise Brown. The good decision, it's pretty much everything, man. We are the eighth seed. We're looking in for better seeding. I think we're one game, like we have like a one game cushion because Kurt Crew fantasy was the eighth seed and we knocked him out. So we had the Is same it- record. Isn't uh the fantasy playoffs in like two, two weeks? weeks? Yes. Oh, we're chill. We're making it, dude. So we need to win out. 
Um, but I'm confident our team is. I looked at the other teams. We have a shot. Oh, I, I believe it. Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Jalen Waddle, AJ Brown when he plays good. Yeah. Tom Brady carrying our team CMC. Yeah, we have a really Can't good construct. Can't stop us. But yeah, that's all I had. Team C's. <laughs> All right. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And may football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we're when we review week 12 of the NFL regular season. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.